0: I feel that the film The Fighter is a story of redemption. Have folks seen The Fighter? Yeah. Not because Mickey Ward makes his comeback and becomes a success. That's not a story of redemption to me. But because his brother, Dickie, changes his behavior to match his values. He regularly speaks about how important family is, and he clearly values loyalty and family above all else. But he is regularly late to train with his brother and to other family events due to his crack addiction. His addiction has taken his power to live his values. But he recognizes this eventually. He sees and is told by his brother and his family that his deeds are not in line with the values he holds so dear. So he goes through a painful withdrawal, quits drugs for good, and devotes himself to his family fully. In so doing, in changing his behavior to live his values, he is redeemed. He had made his mistakes and paid the consequences, but in changing his behavior... He changed his life. He regained his integrity. He was able to let this, his gift, coaching his brother, shine through so that his brother could win a title. He redeemed his own character. So what would it look like if we truly lived all of our Unitarian Universalist values in the world? Well, it might look like our crews serving and cooking meals for homeless people each month. It might look like that. It might look like giving our plate away, away each week to an organization that lives our values in the world. It's another thing it might look like. It might look like our outreach committee and our generosity committee looking for other ways in which this congregation can more fully express our faith, which we are doing but it might also look like speaking compassionately to one another because we recognize and value each other's inherent worth and dignity. It might also look like small acts of kindness because we recognize that the interdependent web of life can be affected by each action that we take. It might look different for me and you because there are variations to our beliefs and our areas of interest and skills, what matters is that we find a way to be of use, a way to be of service. Service is our prayer. We say this each week together. Service is our prayer. It is our embodiment of our highest hopes and our deepest aspirations. It's our values made manifest, made flesh in the world. The second chapter of James, verse 18, says, I will show thee my faith by my works. For me, it was through my deeds that I came to even know my faith or articulate my faith. As a young Unitarian Universalist, I was very unclear of my own theology. I was unclear what my family's dual faiths meant, being Unitarian Universalist and United Church of Christ. I struggled to figure out what I believed for a long while. In fact, I began the intentional quest to become clear on how to articulate my theology only in preparation for seminary. But it was not fully developed until most of the way through my theological school education, and it still evolves and probably always will, I hope. As I read and studied some of the most well-known and revered theological minds, what struck me most was the way that certain theologies sprung to life. Some understandings of God called us to action, lit a fire under us to go out, and change the world. And it was clear to me how important that was. I had been heartbroken from the injustice that I had witnessed in the world already. I had been wounded myself from some of my life experiences. I was deeply concerned with reconciliation of all that has been torn apart in our world. And I was doing some small part. And as I got more clear about this being a primary way in which we lived our faith, I got more clear on what my faith was, and vice versa. As I got more clear about my theological perspective, I got more clear about what it, what it called me to do in the world. For me, especially as a youth, the two most important parts of living a life of faith are worship and social justice work. And while advocacy is more glamorous and protesting at rallies can be more energizing, there's something special about filling a real need for service in people's lives. Because there's something transformative for all involved when people touch each other's lives in such a beautiful, intimate way. Now, for those of you who are here for adult re- religious education, you know that I value the other ways that we do social justice work just as much. But there's something transformative for all involved when people touch each other's lives in such a beautifully intimate way. When we offer something, someone food or shelter or clothing. When we simply touch another's hand. When we reach out to a stranger, to one that has been cast aside or forgotten. When we share our love with the world that so needs it. Love is an action, let us remember, not just an emotion. There's a reason that service is our prayer flows out of love is the spirit of this church in our covenant If love is the spirit of our lives, service is a natural expression. So what about if you are unclear about what your values are calling you to do in the world? In their book, Compassion in Action, Ram Dass and Mirabai Bush write, Everything in our lives has brought us to exactly where we are. When we don't already know what our calling is to act, All we need to do is look and listen right where we are. It will probably be near. Maybe not geographically near, because our neighborhoods are not only physical, but it will be clear. When asked where she thought people should start looking, peace activist Fran Peavy said, there are opportunities for service all the time. One time, driving a cab, I picked up a woman in her nightgown. She'd been walking in her sleep, and she was lost. I helped her find her way home. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, you can serve there, she says. It doesn't have to be a big idea. It can be right where you are. Now, let me be clear again. I'm not saying not to do advocacy work, not or that systemic change isn't equally as important to healing our world. But service and justice work go hand in hand. We need all of its forms. And we live our values in the everyday moments where we are offered the chance to serve others. What good is only working on systemic change if people are hungry and living in poverty and suffering needlessly. We live our values through those small deeds that change us and the people around us in deeply profound ways. All of these things work together, and all of these will change the world for the better. When we get clear about how our faith calls us to be in the world, we've all made choices that don't truly line up with our values, right? At least once. (laughs) We've all been selfish once in a while. We've all been fearful that there wouldn't be enough and didn't share what we could. We've all had moments where something else got in the way of us living our values, like we heard about in the story with Dickie. Perhaps it wasn't an addiction getting in our way, but there are so many things that can get in our way. We all could have done better at different points of our lives. I know I could. And in this world that teaches us that, we, that what we have is what we are worth, it's hard to push against that cultural norm of accumulating more stuff than anyone could ever need, myself included. Believe me, I find that very hard. We are all learning how our values call us to live and how to serve others while still meeting our own needs. It's a delicate balance there, right? Which is why how we live however many days are before us matters so much. For all of the good work that we can do now redeems us, redeems all of those times we've made not the best choices. Unitarian Universalist minister Forrest Church wrote, Our hands are not clean until we get them dirty, until we roll up our sleeves and match our words with deeds. With each of the choices we make that lift up the values that we cherish, we take one more step on the redemptive path. As we become reconciled ourselves with the way in which our values do not always line up with the ways in which we live in the world, we reconcile the world as well. Our personal transformation is a part of a global and cultural transformation. In his book, Partners in Grace, Michael Elliott writes of how his job working with homeless people changed him and his family for the better. He writes, Increasingly, the homeless population is made up of children. Every day at the shelter, I interact with these homeless children. I share their joys and their sorrows. I am part of their lives. As I see them struggle, my children come to mind. Some balance is struck between these children and my children. When I see a homeless child crying because her mother is too busy looking for work to pay her any attention, I remind myself to spend time with my Chelsea. When, I volunteer, when a volunteer calls to say he cannot come today to take a homeless boy to a ball game, I promise myself that I will take Jeremy soon. When a homeless girl plays in the yard with broken toys, I rush home that day to play with Kirsten. It's a strange gift, he says. The plight of homeless children makes me more sensitive to my own family. Were it not that God knew exactly where I was needed, I doubt I would be much of a father. Through our deeds we create more love and care in our own little spheres of influence. Through our deeds, we can create a world where there is always enough, enough room at the table enough enough food to share. We can create a world where everyone has what they need and shares with one another. We can create a world where people come together around what they share in common, regardless of their differences, or even even in celebration of their differences. We can create a world where religion binds us together, as the word is actually supposed to mean, rather than tears people apart. We can create a world where it is safe, for everyone to be just who they are without fear of judgment or persecution. We can create a world where love conquers fear with each small little deed. For as Lao Tzu reminds us, great acts are made up of small deeds. By each deed, we are redeeming ourselves and redeeming the world. May it be so.